0: Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, friends. We are so blessed to be in community with you for Christy and me. It's just a a great joy to follow Jesus with you. And soul shepherding, we are all about going deeper with Jesus in emotional health and loving leadership. And uh, thanks for being a part of this community. Thanks for listening. Uh, many of you have joined us on a soul shepherding institute retreat, and we love that. And we get to meet you and and really have you in our community. And uh, another way you can get more in the inner circle and get more communication and just uh, be tuned into soul shepherding and to following Jesus with us is through donating. Soul Shepherding is a non-profit ministry, and we are supported by your donations. Half of our revenue that enables us to do this podcast and all the ministries of Soul Shepherding uh, comes from donors like you. And so we just really appreciate you considering would it bring you joy to invest in the ministry of Soul Shepherding, supporting not only this podcast, but all the ministries of Soul Shepherding where we minister to pastors, to missionaries, to ministry spouses, to spiritual directors and coaches and small group leaders and all kinds of shepherds and soul friends who are helping other people to follow Jesus. So it would be a real blessing to have you on our team of donors that enable this ministry to continue thriving with Jesus. Just go to soulshepherding.org, Slash donate and you'll see all the easy ways to give there and uh, be a special blessing if you're able to make your donation a recurring donation so that we have that your funding and support just continuing on a regular basis to enable us to uh, continue meeting the needs of people that are coming to soul shepherding. So today we have a special podcast for you that is coming from the life of Amy Carmichael and. Christy, this is one of your mom's great heroes. And uh, the book I'm holding actually was her book. And so we are blessed that uh, uh, when she died, she passed on some of her books to us.
1: And for her, really, spiritual life and growth it had such a huge, profound impact on me. And I just love the way that both you and her shared of uh, deep love for some of the classic devotional writers and spiritual biographies and love the way that you have been devouring this book. And you gave me a gift the other night as we were going to bed. You said, oh, let, let me read this to you. And it really encouraged me. And so I'm excited for us to share this with our listeners, our yeah, soul talk
0: This comes from the book, A Very Present Help by Amy Carmichael. She was uh, the ama of India. She was a missionary from... The uh, from Ireland and gave her life to uh, help the poor in India and particularly uh, women, uh, girls and boys who were uh, temple prostitutes. And to uh, before there was all the focus that we have now on sex trafficking, Amy Carmichael was uh, used of the Lord to deliver people from bondage.
1: And Amma just means mother, right? It's, Amma means yeah, mother. Yeah, it's not it's some a, weird spiritual term or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's a spiritual mother to. Hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands and more people, uh, particularly through her writings. A difficult thing that she experienced was that she had an accident about age 60 in the last 20 years of her life. Uh, she had just tripped and fallen, but she was bedridden uh, and and sick and unable to walk. And, uh, she was a very active person, probably an Enneagram 8, um, and she really struggled with that being incapacitated and not being able to be active was a very depressing circumstance because she's very much a doer. Uh, and, but yet God met her in that and she learned how to lead her ministry, which is a tremendously growing operation that she had with uh, hundreds of people that were involved in her ministry. Uh, and uh, she was able to lead it from her room uh, and to keep blessing people. And she started a ministry of answering letters and that's where her books come from. Uh, many of her books, including this one, comes from letters, that she, letters of spiritual direction that she wrote to people. And so uh, this, this uh, devotional I titled, uh, In a Great Mist, Follow On Right Behind Jesus. So here, here's um, Amy's words, and then we'll just have a conversation about it. This is what you wanted, right, Christy? Yeah, so we're just, Christy and I are just like, this is what we do a lot of times with these soul talks, we're just pushing replay. We had a, we had a, a soul talk, uh, a spontaneous soul talk a few days ago and, and then Chrissy said, well let's share that with our friends on soul talks. So here we go. So Amy, Amy writes, um, often she had called upon God in troubles and he had delivered her and hurt her when the storm fell upon her. And now she found herself standing alone looking into a great mist. Then, softly, voices began to speak with her, now discouraged, now encouraging. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. My lovers and my friends stand aloof from my soul and my kinsmen stand afar off. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You have held me by my right hand. My tears have been my food day and night, while people keep saying to me all day long, where is your God? But you shall answer for me, O Lord, my God. She was quoting different Psalms there. Amy continues, he would make... The Lord would make good his loving kindness towards her. He will. So it was enough for her to see only the next few steps as she walked in this mist. Because Jesus would go before her and make his footsteps a way to walk in. And of this she was also sure Jesus, who she followed, saw through the mist to the end of the way. She would never be put to confusion. And in that hour a song was given to her. She sang it as she walked. Oh, what great troubles and adversities you have showed me, O oh, Lord! And yet you did turn and refresh me and brought me up from the deep pit again. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart dances for joy and in my song I will praise him. And as she walked in this way and sang, others whom she did not see because of the mist that still lay heavy on her way, these others heard her singing and were comforted, and they were helped to follow on even unto the end. And so, Amy is being very biographical there. That's her story. That's her experience. It's a um, an illustration, a metaphor of her own journey and this accident that she had and the pain and the suffering and being bedridden and the... And, uh, all the, the, the dashed hopes of that, it was like a tremendous mist because she was praying for healing and she was not healed. And she was praying to be able to be active again and she wasn't able to be. And so she had to learn to find a joy and peace and, and love and meaning and purposefulness even from just being bedridden and from realizing that she can pray and she can still talk with people who come into her room, and she can respond to letters. And so she learned when she couldn't see her way with what, at the time, what God was doing. I mean, she didn't know that we'd be reading her book uh, all these years later uh, and sharing with her that that she didn't know that um, we would be hearing her song because her life, her suffering became a song of love to the Lord. And that's so we're following behind her right now. We're following behind uh, Amy as she follows Jesus uh, through her life story. Uh, and we're walking in the footsteps of Jesus with her, even though maybe we don't see Jesus, uh, but we hear Amy's song. And that's the way it is for all of us, right? As we uh, trust the Lord through the the challenges and opportunities and difficulties and sufferings of our lives, and we learn to love God through that, our life becomes like a song. We become a wounded healer, and other people that maybe aren't able to see Jesus in the mist can follow Jesus with us because they hear our song, and so we're walking in Jesus' footsteps, and they're right behind us.
1: I think what really encouraged me too was just that Oftentimes, we can look at spiritual heroes like this, and it just assume that they had this great sense of God with them, or a great sense of clarity, or really felt His presence all the time, or His comfort, or direction on the path. And as she's writing about this and experience of this mist, a great mist, it's. You know, oftentimes in leadership, Bill, I feel like things are foggy. They're not as clear as I want them to be. Or sometimes I can't quite detect exactly where God's leading us. In hindsight, I see it sometimes more easily. But I love her description there of, but she's with Jesus and he's the one that's leading through the mist. And all she has to do is keep her eyes fixed on him because that's what's so helpful to me in those times where I feel like, but I don't have the clarity or I can't see the whole picture. Or I can't see it all. And uh, it, it takes confidence to keep walking when when you can't. But it's like, no, my confidence is fixed on Jesus right here who makes the way who it's his steps. I focus on.
0: Yeah. And so Amy's story ministers some comfort and encouragement to you. And the the cloudy mist, the the fog, the lack of clarity, the, sometimes confusion that can be distressing and just the the difficult issues to work through and organizational leadership as we're leading soul shepherding.
1: Mm -hmm. And also just to her articulation there articulates sometimes with the emotions that, that I feel. And yet the way that she was encouraging herself in the Lord, the ways that she was, reminding and speaking scriptures that were really resonating Mm -hmm. with what she was feeling, but then also what she experienced and knew to be true in a spiritual reality.
0: Yeah. And so when I was reading this, it was when we were um, just beginning to head into our year end and realizing that we needed $300,000 in donations to break even uh, um, by year end and Knowing from uh, the um, cash analysis that our um, finance director did that that wasn't gonna we weren't gonna reach that unless there were new donors that joined in with soul shepherding or people gave incrementally more than last year, and so just trusting God with that and wanting to believe okay the Lord's with me in that but it, it felt like a great mist it, 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 I felt some. Uh, lack of clarity or how is this going to work and uh, some stress around that. And so thinking about Amy and her suffering and the way she trusted Jesus and the way God used that in her life as she walked in her great distressing mist, it it, it was like I was hearing her love song to Jesus, mm-hmm. that she, she took her life even though there was uh, some unanswered prayers there and some difficulty and some confusion there and she, she loved God through that and she followed Jesus. And so her life became a song passed down, down to me, uh, almost a century later. And it's like, okay, I just sense, yeah, that's what I need to do. It's, it's, it's okay to be in a mist. I, I don't have to know how things are going to work out. I, yeah, I don't have control over this and I can, I can, I can abandon the outcomes to the Lord. I can trust that that God will continue to provide for soul shepherding as he has every year since we started the nonprofit in 2009. And uh, so that was really encouraging for me, and all the more than sharing it with you and just your your listening to me and supporting me and the fact that the story ministers to you as well. Uh, Yeah, I love that, and I love being a part of that song. And it it gives meaning to our trials when we can, as, as I pray every morning from the apprentice prayer that is in uh, my book, Your Best Life in Jesus Easy Yoke, but that in that apprentice prayer, I pray, you know, Lord, my life is your school of discipleship for teaching me. And so that's a blessing I take from Amy's story is that I can learn how to f- follow Jesus um, better from Amy and how she followed Jesus um, when I'm in a mist and I can see uh, if I can just see uh, this, the next step ahead and and just see that footprint. Oh, that's Jesus' footprint. And just, okay, this is what I think Jesus would do if he was me. And just take that step. I don't have to see 20 steps ahead. I don't have to have a, a, a bright sunny day because a lot of times it's it's cloudy. <laughs> it's It's dark. Uh, And then if I will do that and love God through that process, whether things seem to go well or not, or, uh, but just step by step, that then my, my life too can be like a song uh, of praise uh, and love to God. And then that can inspire other people. So yeah, so encouraging for me because we're all, you who are listening, I'm sure that you have something in your life, maybe a few things are like a mist, uh, it's not, not only challenges with our work or our ministry, but in our families, we, we have uh, stress or conflicts or loved ones who are, have health challenges or we have health challenges or things we're praying for that are really important and it, it, it hasn't worked out yet. And so it's like this great mist and it's easy to flounder or get lost or get discouraged or give up hope like we were talking about on our earlier podcast Uh, but to just focus on, okay, take the next step with Jesus. And if I can do that, I I can endure in this mist.
1: So Jesus, we thank you that you came and that you're here. And we pray that in this Advent season, we would take the next step with you. We would walk with you. What a privilege. What a joy. God with us, Emmanuel.
0: Thank you. Amen. Friends, it'd be a blessing if you are led by the Lord to give to soul shepherding uh, before year end. Uh, As we've shared in this podcast, we do have a significant need as we're finishing out the year. And really, we just want to build up our community of friends like you who are on the team with us, helping us uh, to help other people go deeper with Jesus in emotional health and loving leadership, uh, especially helping pastors and missionaries and other leaders. So if it would give you joy to donate to Soul Shepherding, just go to soulshepherding.org slash donate. You can learn how to do that. We'd love to welcome you into our inner circle. Uh, and we just are so thankful to just even have, just have you in this podcast community. And uh, all the more when we get to meet you and in our institute retreats. Uh, it is really so fun to follow Jesus together. So thanks for considering donating and helping us with